Welcome to Just a Taste. I'm Scott Curry with Chef's Best. We gather to talk about the trends in marketing, retail, and production in food and beverage that are shaping the industry. Today, we are joined by the co-founder and president of iHeart Quinoa. Her name is Sarah Shallows. Sarah founded iHeart Quinoa along with her good friend, Ravi Jolly, in 2012. Prior to iHeart Quinoa, Sarah was a consultant for Bain and & Company, and along the way earned her MBA from University of Chicago's Booth School of Business. She also worked for many years for Abbott Laboratories, primarily in positions related to logistics, which I'm sure is helping her out today as iHeart Quinoa expands. She also has an engineering degree from MIT, and today lives in the Chicago area. Sarah, welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much. It's great to be here. Uh, Great. So uh, let, let's state up front uh, the name of your company and, and how it's spelled, which is I Heart Quinoa with the spelling of, of quinoa as K-E-E-N-W-A-H. Um, and later we'll talk about why you, you know, chose a more phonetic spelling for your, your product. And uh, obviously it's been very successful for you. So we'll get into that. But I want to make sure that our, our listeners are, are fully aware of the company. Um, so, so today you have a, a very broad product line with several flavors of, of quinoa clusters, quinoa puffs, chocolate puffs, but let's go back to, to what was it, 2012 and, and talk about how the company was started. Yeah, sure. It, um, it started with a, a class project actually, and a trip to Bolivia. So uh, Ravi had visited Bolivia and, uh, and was a quinoa eater himself already. But when he was in Bolivia, he realized that um, quinoa can be more versatile, not just um, a side dish or something like rice. So there he saw it used in a variety of different formats, snacks and other ways of eating it. And so when we had to uh, do a class project and come up with uh, an idea, that was it, um, to try to make quinoa more accessible by making it not something that's just a, uh, a side dish, but also something that can be ready to eat straight out of the bag. And so we started making some things in our kitchen, um, you know, uh, and that's where the clusters arose. They originally arose out of... Um, um, just playing around in our kitchen and starting to sell things at farmers markets. Wow! So, so this was at the Booth School of Business. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. And um, I, I have to ask, what what were some of the other business ideas that you did not move forward on? Can you recall any of those? <laughs> um, yeah, we all kind of um, came up with ideas that were sort of related to our our passions, and so my idea was in healthcare, because as you mentioned, I worked at Abbott Labs and in logistics, so I came up with some transportation uh, healthcare schemes, and uh, Ravi is very passionate about food and and, uh, and loves to cook, so his ideas were, were centered around food, and I, I think that's where, you know, a lot of good ideas come from, just things that um, you become expert at by through your job or, or through your uh, personal passions, and so um, that's one of the fun things about entrepreneurship, right, is you get to explore something that you really get to you really care about. Um, well, I think that's why it works and why it's exciting to be an entrepreneur. Right, right. Well, we're happy you went with Rafi's idea, I suppose. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, let's talk about quinoa, okay? So uh, it's a grain, correct? Uh, yeah, it's technically a seed, but it behaves a lot like a grain, exactly. So, you know, okay. you use it, most people use it like a rice or a, or a couscous, but, you know, technically it's, a, it's a, from the seed family. Okay, and uh, share with me what some of the nutritional benefits of quinoa are. 
Sure. So it's um, what's really special about it is that it's a complete protein. So no other uh, vegetable is a complete protein. And by complete protein, I mean the kind of protein you would find normally in meat or dairy. It has all the amino acids that your body doesn't produce itself. Um, and so uh, if you wanted to get to that kind of protein from vegetables, you would have to combine beans and rice, for example, to get that, that high quality protein. So it's really good for muscle building. Um, that's why you need that protein, muscle building, muscle repair. Um, so that's the main element of quinoa. But it's also really high in fiber and iron and magnesium. So because it has so many different attributes, uh, it's you know, commonly referred to as a superfood. Okay. So um, I, I've, I've always thought a little bit that I don't know why, but I've seen quinoa as a substitute for rice, which uh, I think generally isn't considered, you know, highly nutritious. It's kind of like a complement or, or just a fill. Um, but you've taken it, you know, away from the dinner table, if you will, and, and into a snack food. And um, talk about what that experience was like. I mean, you, you, you're at the boot school business. You've got this great idea. Um, it's a product that, if I'm correct, is not really grown in the United States. And you had to bring it all the way to where you are today, which is successful. So let's, let's walk along that journey a little bit. You're experimenting uh, with this new business idea. Um, did you have to go to South America to learn more and to, and to find sourcing? Um, but let's start with there about kind of the sourcing and identifying um, you know, where to obtain this product. Yeah, we do an annual uh, sourcing trip to Bolivia. Um, and so, you know, that's part of, of our brand story and our, and our mission. Um, and, you know, since it's our main ingredient, we're really passionate about, about where we source it from and making sure that we have uh, the highest quality ingredients. So that, that was part of it. Um, and the other part of it was just kind of experimenting in the kitchen, like I said, you know, with different, um, different binders. We worked with agave syrup. We worked with different kinds of sugar, coconut sugar, and um, um, cane sugar, dried cane sugar, you know, different things to see how things would bind, um, different fruits and, um, you know, working with apples and as opposed to cranberries, as opposed to dried blueberries, trying different nuts, you know, kind of played around and uh, until we found things, you know, a simple formulation that, that we liked. And um, once we got something that, you know, we kind of had tested in, in farmers markets and got you know family and friends reactions to um, the next step was taking it to a food formulator to kind of get it in a position where it could be scaled up for for manufacturing okay. and so um, you know as we've progressed that's kind of the iteration and things ideas always kind of come uh, from trips to Bolivia or um, you know exposure to other um, other products and then we we try them out in our kitchen then we scale them up okay and uh you know one thing i know a lot of our listeners are interested in the you know the entrepreneurial lessons if you will and experience so when did you realize because you're you're in school and i think we're all familiar with the grad school programs where companies are started but not all turn into actual companies when did you realize that this was no longer a class project and that you had a company on your hands. Um, I think we, 
we, uh, when we were presenting in the class, the professor stood up and said, I love quinoa. <laughs> so that got us excited. Like, okay, maybe we have something here. And so that got us excited enough, I think, that, and we got enough of a positive reaction from, um, you know, the, the initial pitches that we thought, okay, well, maybe this is worth pursuing. And, and we did it um, as, as a nights and weekends project for, for about two or three years. So we kind of dipped our toe slowly in the water, and 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 I think that was for us a, a, a safer, more comfortable way to enter the, you know, to to see if the business really had legs. So we had still worked our day jobs, but then nights and weekends we would, um, you know, work on the website and work on the formulations and go to farmers markets and, and start to get the word out. And it wasn't until we were in our first big chain so when Wegmans accepted our our first product is when I quit my job and started working on this full time. So it's sort of baby steps. Okay. There you go. Um, and, and I want to talk a little bit about your marketing cause, um, there's a lot of interesting aspects to it. Um, so we'll start with the obvious. Um, you, you, you chose not to spell it Q U I N O A, which I think most people still try and say quinoa or something like that. <laughs> Um, right. Instead, spell it K E E N W A H. Um, so, share with us. Uh, we'll get into product packaging, which is beautiful. But share with us, um, you know, why you went with that phonetic spelling up front. Right. Yeah, that's an important part of of our message. So, you know, when we started this, we stood outside Whole Foods and just intercepted people as they were coming out, and we said, "Do you know what quinoa is?" And even outside Whole Foods. 80% of people said no. Mm. Um, but if you said quinoa, then you maybe got 50%. Uh. So we realized that, <laughs> that there was some education there that needed to happen about um, how, to, how to pronounce it, how to, how to cook it, how, what it was. Um, and so naming ourselves I Heart Quinoa with the phonetic spelling was part of this mission to make quinoa more accessible, right? So, you know, you look at it and you might not be sure how to say it and it's a little bit intimidating. So we wanted to kind of take down all of the barriers that people might have about quinoa. Um, and one of those happened to be, I don't even know how to say it, right? Mm. <laughs> so that's why we went with with that name. It's also kind of fun and playful, right? I heart. And so we're trying to, um, by being, you know, having that playful aspect, also make it accessible, make it kind of fun, fun to eat quinoa, fun to eat something that's healthy. Awesome. And, and um, I'd invite anyone to go to iheartquinoa.com so you can see, but you've got this really cool, um, I wouldn't quite call it whimsical, but just bright colors and, you know, you, you use the heart shape, um, you know, use your food to kind of create a heart shape and a really clean design. Um, talk to me about the product packaging experience and, and what you learned. And uh, again, recognizing that in my view, you've got a really, really cool package. Um, what that process was like and, and, you know, how many iterations you had to go through to kind of get there um, to, you know, did you use designers? How did that work? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think we thought pretty hard about what we wanted to communicate with our packaging. And so, um, you know, one of those, I think the essence uh, was that simple, clean design thing. We tried to really distill it down to just, um, you know, the key elements. And that was really to reflect our commitment 
to, you know, our hero ingredient, quinoa, to kind of keep that the central message. And then also to reflect our commitment to having very simple, clean ingredient list, right? So we have simple, clean packaging. So it, it sort of evokes this um, image of a brand you can trust that's going to have natural ingredients, that's going to have a simple, clean, recognizable ingredient deck. And so that was something that, um, you know, kind of carried throughout all of our packaging iterations. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also the, the heart image, you know, we wanted to have something iconic um, that you could that could carry across all of our product um, lines so that when you see that heart, it makes you think, oh, I heart quinoa or I heart whatever, you know. So we're trying to build that uh, heart image to make a strong connection with the consumer. So, yeah, I mean, it wasn't an easy process to get there. Um, This is the second iteration. So we worked, when we initially started, um, we worked with an independent designer who um, came up with a, um, we thought a very good, um, packaging design, you know, kind of presented us with 10 different designs and kind of iterate, right? You say, okay, I like these three best. And then you do three iterations of those three. And, and you just work with a designer hand in hand to get to, to a, a place where, where you're comfortable, uh, with, uh, with the packaging. Um, and, uh, then later on when we were a little bit bigger, we kind of wanted a, a refresh and worked with a slightly larger design firm and it was a slightly larger investment. Um, but I think kind of helped us, um, get a slightly more powerful, um, you know, brand logo. We have all capital letters now, for example, and I think that really helps the the, um, the logo pop off the package a little bit more. So kind of uh, it, iterations, there were two main iterations, and then within each um, – Within each project, there were many, many small iterations with the with the designers, and it's a very personal process, right? You know, it's, it's your brand and it's an expression of uh, what you want to convey about your product. So it's it's an intense process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think the message there is it it's it's a process, and I think as a uh, with an engineering degree from MIT, you appreciate process and tests. <laughs> right, exactly. Yes, as a project manager, it's uh, right. It takes a long time. You have to be patient, and you have to. You can't give up. I think is also, you know, you want to have something that at the end of the day you're really excited about and proud about because that's going to be on the shelf, and that's your main way of communicating with consumers. So, um, you know, I think you have to keep going with the process as long as it takes. Mm-hmm. And and you know, you're you're still a relatively young company, yet you have. Uh, I, I'm not sure it's it's probably close to a dozen products. Um, to, let, let's let's walk through how you got to that stage. A, a lot of because that's a lot of flavors, right? I mean, you've got multiple flavors across. You've got the puffs line, you've got the clusters line. I understand this hot cereal as well. Um, it's kind of a bold a bold leap, if you will, as opposed to maybe focusing on you know three three flavors or three products. Um, I guess the question there is, you know, why the rapid introduction of new products early and has that been successful for you? Yeah, I think um, we just saw an opportunity, um, you know, so for we started with the clusters because we could make them ourselves in our kitchen. Um, and then the puffs came next and that came out of um, conversations we had with manufacturers who had ideas and, you know, oh, if you're working with quinoa, we think we could do this with quinoa and, and kind of um, playing around. It It was all a little bit opportunistic in terms of, you know, seeing an opportunity um, and then getting exciting about it and seizing the moment. Um, so, you know, but I think it, uh, it was always sort of a, a, 
the, in the plan or sort of in the vision of our company to be all things quinoa. Um, so um, that's kind of why we've allowed ourselves to to follow up on on these ideas that have come you know internally and and externally for other things that we can do with quinoa because we want when people think about quinoa you know, it's always part of our mission to make it accessible right so it's not just a cluster but you know oh it's also a, a fun cheese puff and oh actually if you don't like the way a quinoa tastes we can make quinoa taste good um, because we toast it first. Um, toasted quinoa tastes a lot better than regular quinoa. And so, you know, mm. it, it all kind of, I think, uh, fits with this um, sort of mission of making quinoa something that people really enjoy and like and can work into their, their day-to-day diet. And so, you know, launching new products has sort of helped us get that, that, that message across, I think. Mm-hmm. And what, <laughs> what, what product has proven to be the most successful so far? So far, it's been um, the quinoa puffs. Our, our cheddar quinoa puffs are, are really popular. They have like, they're basically a healthy Cheeto. <laughs> um, <laughs> people want to eat Cheetos, right? But they don't want to feel bad right. about it. So um, they have a delicious cheesy crunch. Um, it's a really, really nice flavor. And um, they've got a great nutrition profile. They're super high in protein. They're really low in fat because they're baked, not fried. So they kind of have a fifth of the fat of a Cheeto. Um, so that nutrition profile paired with um, a great taste has really made them really popular. And, and you know, I'm kind of fascinated a little bit about this introduction of, you know, a new food, a superfood, and, um, to the American diet, which I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb here and, and I'll, let's just say quinoa is probably at this point consumed by one percent of the u.s population i I don't know if i'm right or wrong but i have a feeling i'm probably not too far off it's not 90 percent um what what is your vision for this company and i and i think wrapped into it is what's next i mean is do you envision a day where um you know certainly through your leadership as well that quinoa is you know on par with you know other grains and seeds that that we consume on a regular basis. Um, and, you know, I can, I can sense the passion in your voice. Um, what, what do you envision five, 10 years down the road, not just for your company, but, um, you know, for maybe a, a transformation in American diet as well? Yeah, I really am very passionate about um, foods that have simple, clean ingredient text and that, that offer a lot of nutrition and that aren't, very processed, you know, you read the back of a lot of packages and it's, um, you know, it's just really scary and you wonder how you know, a lot of food is made in a lab. So, um, you know, I think, I think there's definitely more awareness of that now and there's, uh, the natural food industry, you know, you can see it exploding. And so, you know, when I look ahead in the next five years, um, five, 10 years, I want quinoa to be, um, part of a, of a bigger movement. Um, I want quinoa to be in everybody's house in their pantry and something that they cook and use as often as rice, because I think it, um, you know, with just a little bit of education, people will realize that it can taste um, as good or better than rice and it's more nutritious than rice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, you know, part of the the broader brush, of course, is that, you know, hopefully um, there's just more awareness of how processed our food has become and how we should be paying more attention to to what's in it and what the ingredients are and, you know, um, kind of getting back to basics, I think. Um, uh, and I think that's, I think that's happening for sure. And, and part of that is accessibility. Um, those, those 
products have to be accessible to folks uh, in a lot of places at price points that they can afford. And so, you know, as we've developed our products, we've also tried to make them, you know, at accessible price points. Like, yeah, you know, for example, our, our yeah. Go ahead. I, I did notice that um, uh, you know a lot of you know early stage food and beverage companies are are you know because of scale issues. I, I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. Are 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 priced at a point that you know would be I've seen you know six dollars a package, eight dollars a package, which you know makes it difficult for you know your average consumer. But you know you've you've it sounds like you know very consciously try to ensure that you're under that kind of that magic $4 mark um, with your products. Uh, so how has that led to success at retail? Yeah, I think that's been really helpful. And, you know, when we, when we envisioned the brand uh, at the beginning, you know, I think I mentioned that we stood outside Whole Foods and interviewed folks. We kind of thought we would be um, a Whole Foods um, brand, but as we've launched and, and worked and presented, we've actually found, um, mainstream grocery to be as big or bigger of, of a customer of ours. And so I think that is because of what we're trying to do and, and of the price points we're, we're doing it at. Um, our, our packaging is clear. Our messaging is clear. It pops off the shelf and, you know, our chips are, you know, three forty nine or two ninety nine, just like any other, you know, chip in that section. And so um, that's given us um, the ability to access places like Safeway and HEB and, Kroger and uh, CVS and places like that. Um, There's definitely been a nice um, side effect um, that we were able to go broader and reach more people. Mm-hmm. So um, you, you just mentioned a sum. I want to make sure that we, we let all our listeners know where, where they can get it. So you've got iHeartQuinoa.com. I you mentioned Wegmans. You mentioned um, Whole Foods as well. Uh, where else can people get this, this wonderful new product? Um, yeah, we're, we have a lot of uh, uh, retailers across the country, um, ShopRite, uh, Kings, Big Y, uh, HEB, Wegmans, um, Safeway, Molly Stones, um, uh, Albertsons, um, and Kroger, the launch is coming, and, and a number of Kroger banners in, in July, and so our toasted quinoa will be in the Kroger, so we're really excited about that, and then uh, from, uh, so those are all sort of the grocery places, and convenience it's cvs and rite aid uh, we're in a bunch of airports as well so uh hopefully soon <laughs> we'll be everywhere <laughs> the idea yeah. is you know we want to be like kind bar it's everywhere so you just uh you just eat it because it's there <laughs> yeah i mean, i gotta ask just one last question because you cracked that code pretty pretty early i would have to suggest i mean that's that's an impressive um you know distribution um list that you have there. I mean, that, that's pretty broad. What, um, what, what was it? <laughs> I, I mean, that, that's, you know, usually it takes, you know, maybe five, six, seven, eight years and, and you've cracked that pretty early. Do you attribute that to anything? Uh, I think the market was ready for it. I think, you know, like you said, there's a, a trend towards, um, you know, simpler, cleaner foods. And I think people were intrigued, you know, by quinoa because of its, its superfood potential. And so, we um, sort of unlocked that that mystery and made it easy for them. So, you know, it's easy, it, you know, and retailers, I think, do want to offer healthier options and they, they do want to have those, um, those, those better for you options available for their consumers. And so we brought them something that was 
um, easy to say yes to. You know, it had good packaging, it tasted good, uh, had a great nutrition profile, and they could afford it. So I think those were, were things that um, you know made it not let's not say it was easy, <laughs> nothing was easy, but you know, kind of kind of opened the doors for sure. There it is. It, it's make it easy for them to say yes to. I think that um, you, you remove the hurdles and the barriers. I could see your um, certified gluten-free, kosher, vegan, non-GMO projects verified and, and fair trade certified as well. So um, you're bringing a great product to the market that's healthy, uh, which which is always, you know, we always need more of. And um, it's snackable. I, I'd imagine um, children really enjoy it as well. And Parents like yeah, myself sure. are always looking for, you know, healthier options for their kids. So I um, want to thank you for joining us and, uh, and congratulate you on really very rapid success. I think, um, I think going to pursue that MBA was probably a pretty good move for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, here you are. For sure. And, um, and, and wish you the best of luck. Um, not that you need it because it, you're just, you're just, Really, just rapid, rapid success. But um, certainly, wish you and bringing quinoa to to you know to everyone is really what you're aiming to do. So, thank you very much exactly. for joining us. Thanks so much for your time. Thank you for joining us on Just the Taste, the Chef's Best Production. Join us again next time as we talk to more experts in marketing, retail, and production in the food and beverage industry. As always, visit chefsbest.com to learn more.